Do you love watching sports? Well, how would you like to be able to take your favorite sports with you and watch them anywhere? In your house, on your computer, even on your smartphone for one low price. With National Programming Service, you can. That's right, for one low price, so low we can't publish it, you can take your favorite sports anywhere, anytime with you. And we even give you free installation and free premium movie channels. Don't wait. Call National Programming Service Right now, you could be up and running and watching your favorite sports and shows in just a few hours. Remember, call in the next 10 minutes and ask about our special radio offer and learn about free installation. Call right now. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. gentlemen live from the west coast it's time for ring talk live world one your inside look into combat sports so let it be written so let it be done brought to you by the wbo the world boxing organization pull up some dust and sit down and now the host of the longest running fight show in radio and internet history i am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior i engaged in Pedro Fernandez. My advice to you is to start drinking heavily. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen. Emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar sports byline studios in San Francisco, California. Check it. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. 35, make that 36 plus years now of being often imitated but never duplicated. Welcome to the show. My name is Pedro Fernandez for the next two hours live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, the Dan Patrick Channel, Channel 211. We're going to talk boxing and MMA, of course, across the board. Hour number one, I'll bring in the retired HBO legend. That's right. The Godfather will be in the house. Larry Merchant will be here in a few minutes talking boxing. Of course, box don't, but Larry doesn't like MMA at all. In fact, if I bring it up, man, he just like looks at me like... Rolls his eyes. I don't want to talk about it. But speaking of MMA, there was an MMA card Saturday night, of course, live on ESPN and ESPN+. Plus. Curtis Blaze knocked out Junior Dos Santos. I told you, you can't take too many shots to the chin and keep looking at people. Eventually, you're going to get knocked out. Junior Dos Santos, been knocked out before, got knocked out again. Curtis Blaze, about the number three heavyweight in the world as far as the world of MMA is concerned. So we have open phone lines all around the planet, one 800 878 That's 1-800-878-7529. Of course, we've also got the guilt-free, no-commitment text line. You can text us here in the studio, 415-275-1613. The studio text line, 415-275-1613. You are tuned to Rink Talk Live Worldwide. The Saturday edition, of course, is an hour at 11 a.m. Pacific time. This is a Sunday edition, so we are for two hours Live at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, of course, and 8 o'clock from my buddy Clark in Honolulu, Hawaii. You're tuned to Ring Talk, live worldwide, often imitated but never duplicated. Now, let's listen. 
clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest price. Prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. iHeartRadio, an app so powerful, it holds 20 million songs from 450,000 artists, thousands of the best live radio stations, custom stations, and stations created just for you. It's anywhere and it's everywhere. Millions of songs, thousands of stations, one free app iHeartRadio is that easy. Download the app today or listen online at iHeartRadio.com. Welcome back to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, a sports byline production. My name is Pedro Fernandez. We're talking boxing and MMA today only on Sports Byline. Hear those horns? That is the mighty tower power backing up Huey Lewis in the news. And the reason why I'm bringing up Huey Lewis is that Wow, he's gone deaf. He lost his hearing a couple of years ago. They're releasing a new album in, in about two or three months. Huey Lewis and News. Of course, they are from Marin County. When I was going to college, <clears throat> I used to stroll over to Marin County and watch Huey and his bar band uh, at a place called Slim's, I think, over there in San Rafael when I used to use phony IDs and stuff like that. But the bottom line is Huey Lewis and News, without a doubt, a Hall of Famer in the world of rock and roll. And he's deaf, but he's coming out with a new album. More power to you, Huey. No doubt about that. Now, let's go from... One gladiator to another gladiator. I'm talking about the Hall of Famer himself, the retired HBO godfather, Mr. Larry Merchant. Larry. Okay, we'll get to Larry in just a couple of minutes. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live. Worldwide. Let's go to the scores last night. Of course, 
Hmm, Danny Garcia. Am I supposed to be impressed? Mr. Bariqua, of course, out of uh, Philadelphia. Danny Swift Garcia is what he calls himself. Now he's 36, 2 and 1, 21 KOs. Wins a 12 round, one sided lop decision over uh, the guy calls himself El Terrible, Ivan Redlick. Listen, Ivory came in at 23 and 4. He had lost a few fights that were somewhat close, but the bottom line is 23 and 4. We knew he was going to be 23 and 5 at the end of the day because he was a 37 to 1 underdog. 37 to 1 underdog. That's right. That's what Showtime's putting on television. 37 to 1 underdog. Listen, the last time I remember a 37 to 1 underdog winning was Buster Douglas knocking out James, knocking out Mike Tyson back in February of 1990. Of course, the meltdown in Tokyo. Outside of that, 37 to 1 underdogs don't show up too often to fight. Anyway, Garcia, as I said, 36 to 2, 21 wax. Now wants to take on the 41 year old Manny Pacquiao. Well, I mean, what, what intestinal fortitude that is? In other words, let me get the oldest guy in the world I can. Let me go. Let me go fight Manny Pacquiao. I'm Danny Garcia. Supposed to be in my prime, talking all this smack. Me and my father. My father, of course, Angel Garcia, one of the biggest mouths in boxing. But you know, you need big mouths to promote boxing, and I'm one of them. But the bottom line is, the Garcia let win last night, 12 rounds over an opponent. Can I say 8,000 people showed up, though, at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York, and I think that is a good thing. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Let's take it to the City of Angels and bring in the retired HBO godfather, Mr. Larry Merchant. I jumped the gun with you a little bit earlier, sir, because I'm just not on script today. How are you? Uh, I'm also a little unscripted today, <laughs> uh, Pedro. Uh, I did watch the fight last night. Uh, um, Garcia is a kind of uh, connection I have to Philadelphia boxing when I worked there in a newspaper for 10 years. And um, he's a real Philadelphia fighter. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to see him fight Spence if Spence is available or Manny Pacquiao, although I doubt that Pacquiao sees him as a, a big, big, big money uh, attraction. Godfather, that's unfair that you would want to put anybody in the ring with Earl Spence ever again. I'm telling you, when I look at Earl Spence, I say to myself, this is damaged goods and nothing good is going to come well, of this. Right. No, I, I'm saying if available, I don't know how damaged the damage is. Um, it's way above my pay scale. Me too. And they've been uh, secretive about it. And look, the story will unfold as time goes by. Okay. Um, we'll find out. Check this out. Re- Dallas Police Reports came out this week. TMZ said he had a $100,000 pistol in the car. So he had like a $300,000 or $400,000, whatever that car was, the Porsche or Ferrari or something like that. And then he had a $100,000 handgun. What compels a 23- or 24-year-old man to want to own a $100,000 handgun? A status? Wow! Would you? How do you? How do you you even have a? I mean, what is a hundred thousand dollars? Does that mean it's got a ninety-five thousand dollar diamond handle? What? (laughs) I don't even. It. It's the kind of thing that appeals to uh, people who need a certain kind of status. Him with his automobile and uh, with his gun, and I'm sure he he has other playthings of. of uh, equal status and uh, 
of little youth. You know, his 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 flipping the car and being drunk. And say, you know, anybody flips. Some people flip cars and get. But now, when there's a gun involved, you know that 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 points a totally different picture. Me being a former law enforcement officer, okay, I've got that bias, okay. But that points a totally different picture as far as of me thinking about Earl Spence. It just what does it tell? Well, what does it tell you? I mean, uh, do many athletes have guns around because they want to? Expensive guns because they want to protect their expensive cars and expensive rings. I mean, is that what that is all about? Well, I just <clears throat> I have to harken back to my buddy, the late WBC junior middleweight champion, at one time the WBC welterweight champion, Vernon Forrest. <clears throat> he got he got mouthy with some guys. Some guys came into a gas station, I think, and and, and got mouthy with them, this and that. So he chased those guys, and they he chased these guys like a half a block, and they shot him. Well, wait, I'm not trying to say he brought that on himself, but yeah, he did bring that on himself. Well, he had the uh, attitude of a of a fighter, but he had a gun. Uh, but you can't fight bullets. But he had a um, gun. That's what I'm saying, Godfather. He had a gun. He was chasing these people with a gun. I don't think you need to bring guns in this. I mean. You know. Anyway, let's just go on to another subject. Guns are just guns are just not cool. What do you think well, of Mr. Go on. I'm sorry. No, I just wanted to say I thought Garcia gave a good performance to get against an athletic, a difficult southpaw to fight, mm-hmm. and it showed that he's ready to fight anybody in the division. Uh, and I'm a big fan of his. You know, a Philadelphia fighter means something when they're when they're good because. Of the the long history and the many gyms, and that at least used to be in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. and um, he he is a real solid fighter in every aspect of the game. I'm not saying he's uh, an all time anything. But he's a really good fighter, and I like watching him. He's good at everything he does. He doesn't really excel. He doesn't really excel in one department. Would that be a good way to put it? Uh, what is that department? Uh, I know he doesn't. I mean, there's not one really one ex- department in which he excels. He's just good at everything. Uh, correct, sir. Okay. Um, <clears throat> you mentioned the <laughs> you mentioned the Philadelphia gyms. Godfather, I get a call one day from. Calvin Grove, he was the IBF 126-pound champion at the time. <laughs> and he's in, living in Philly. And he tells me, I said, what's up? He goes, man, he goes, I had to leave the gym today. I said, what are you talking about? He goes, you know, I was training at Joe's gym, Joe Frazier's gym. I said, yeah. He goes, well, he goes, Joe got pissed off. I go, yeah. He goes, and Joe pulled out a gun. I said, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Joe cleared out the gym. I said, yeah. He goes, and, I, and my and my clothes are still in the gym. <laughs> Well, at one time, I think there were over 50 gyms in Philadelphia. And there were so many kids who wanted to be fighters mm-hmm. that it was as though they they were having uh, informal fights and tournaments uh, to decide for the, the professionals around, uh, the managements and the promoters, uh, to decide which one was worthy of being a professional, which one had star quality, which one might be a a big money maker. But that's how they eliminated themselves and they as they did, they learned how to fight. You know, where where that one of the remember when Hopkins fought Trinidad, Hopkins was not known as a quote boxer. 
Um, he was a tough, a strong um, guy who overpowered most of his opponents. But he came in against Trinidad at Madison Square Garden, and he just plain outboxed him. And I just sat there thinking, this is what you get out of Philadelphia. You get a, a grounding in all the aspects of the game, and he pulled that one out and stopped Trinidad. I don't remember the 11th or 12th. Something about the 11th or 12th. That was, like, that was two weeks after 9-11, Godfather. I remember I was sitting with Hector Camacho Jr. next to me, and I said to him, you know, so far you've been a pretty pretty much a waste of talent. He didn't like that too much, but he had no choice. He was sitting next to me. <laughs> you're, lucky, you're, lucky, you're lucky he didn't pull out his gun. Ah! Larry Merchant on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 35, make that 36 years of radio presence. Check it out. Ring Talk returns right after the break. All right. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedar sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. 
Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409-800-709-4409-800-709-4409-800-709-4409-4409-4409-4409-4409-4409-4409-4409-4409-4409-4409-4409-4409-4409-4409-4409-4409-4409-4409-4409-4409-4409-4409-4409-4409-
discussions and uh, much fury over some uh, of the competitors and whether it, they were fairly competing because they had once been uh, males. So I, I don't know uh, where the bright line has to be drawn, <laughs> but somebody will have to draw it. Okay, can you, I, I'm, I'm thinking back right now, and, uh, and Ross Greenberg's going to make the decision, I guess, or, or Seth Abraham's going to make the decision to send you guys to China to cover the Jose Ramirez Victor Postal fight because of the, the virus over there. Were there any were there any HBO dates that were canceled because of, of influenza viruses or like the plague or anything like that? Do you remember not being able to go anywhere, Godfather? I can't think of any. I remember one time they told me I could, I, they, they had something going on in, in South Africa, and they said, you know, maybe South Africa is the place to go. And another time we we had a um, we had a, an engagement in Malaysia, and they made me stay, they made us take all kinds of unusual shots for that one. Anyway, bottom line is we're talking nonsense here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network with the retired HBO Godfather <coughs> Larry Merchant, Larry Tyson Fury, uh, of course, and and, um, and and Mr. Wilder going to hook it up, but. In the background, has got to be Anthony Joshua. He's going to probably look to mark time a couple mark have a couple mark time fights, um, but he says he eventually wants to do this as well. Are we going to see a heavyweight unification in 2020? Or are we going to see more of these guys fighting each other guys? Uh, I think it uh, it, it mainly uh, will be determined um, by the uh, Fury Wilder fight. It, both what kind of a fight it is mm-hmm. and what kind of an attraction it is. If it becomes a major event, uh, then I think they'll try to make it uh, because they'll be afraid of it being derailed if they keep fighting other fighters. Mm-hmm. Stuff happens, as uh, Mr. Uh, Ruiz knows. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't know about those things. Uh but I, but I don't think that they will bypass a potentially major, major breakthrough event uh, if, for example, Wilder goes out and knocks out Fury and, and starts calling out um, the British guy. Joshua. Uh, and um, they, may have, they may feel it's a moment to make it, uh, but I have no inside knowledge of that. And most you, interesting. Go on. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Go ahead. No, I'm hey, sorry. I, I was interrupting you again. I'm sorry, Godfather. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. No, no. You, you take the place, please. I was just about to say the most interesting thing I've seen in the run-up to the fight um, is is that uh, Fury has been saying he's going out to knock out uh, Wilder. I think it's a total uh, misdirection. I think he's going to go out and and try to do to uh, Wilder what Joshua did uh, to uh, Ruiz. Okay. He's going to just try to box him. If there's an opportunity somewhere or late in the fight, yeah. But uh, so I'm 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 interested in the run up to this fight because they're both pretty good uh, spielers, mm-hmm. and uh, it, I hope. But in the end, you hope that the fight is better than the pre-fight. Yeah, like the Mayweather fights. Anyway, um, Andy Ruiz went to camp at 327 pounds. He came down to 283 for the fight, and he fired his trainer. 
Wait, wait, wait. What, what, was, is there something wrong with that picture there? He fired his picture. <laughs> now, well, come on. He went there 327 pounds. He comes down to 283, and he fires a trainer. He should be giving the trainer a bonus for taking off that kind of weight in five weeks. Well, maybe he thought he should have hit 300 uh, because of coming down to 283 weakened him. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> you know, you know, it, it, it's terrible that – it's terrible that that the heavyweight division, I guess, is void void to an extent where we have to have a a fraud. And he was he's a fraud. Whether he, you know whether he pulled off that lucky shot or not, and I know he's got the little spot in history, this and that. But outside of that, he's a total fraud. You can't show up to defend the heavyweight championship of the world, thirty five, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, whatever he was, overweight, and expect to put on a, a competitive performance. Okay, so you just can't expect to do that. Well, I I think he he is something, but. I wouldn't call him a fraud, Pedro. Okay. I mean, in the sense that the fat guy he's then? a guy who knew how to fight. He has a really good chin uh, and and has an exciting style. But the rest of it is he's a fat slob, and he doesn't know how to train. Or uh, he became a fatter slob once he won the title and uh, and didn't take care of the custody of the title that, it, that he had. That is true. Uh, whether that's, whether he's a fraud or not, I don't want to put him in that classification yet. We'll see if he's willing to uh, fight the good fight, which for him is on the scale, mm-hmm. and whether he can win a couple or three uh, fights against some other guys, and whether he has the desire to take take advantage of the of the strengths he has. Okay, we were mentioned in the city of brotherly love earlier. Their jewelers like to get paid. Gervonta Davis, the current WBA lightweight champion, walked into a Philadelphia jeweler, uh, grabbed two hundred fifty thousand dollars worth of, you know, bling, and gave him a counterfeit check. You're kidding? No. When? This past week. Really? Yep. And 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 so what are the consequences? He's being sued for it. I didn't see any criminal charges pending, but no, he's being sued. Sued means they want five hundred thousand dollars now. But um, <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> but uh, you know, look, um, who, gangsters. Who, who, fighters are guys who come up from poverty, and 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 some percentage of them, when they uh, uh, achieve the highest things and start making money, they 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 don't know how to handle it, and uh, that's one of the weirdest stories I've heard. I mean, <laughs> presumably he has two hundred fifty thousand dollars in a bank somewhere. Well, I, who I, knows? Maybe it's in the trunk of his car. I, I, but um... <laughs> I'll tell you a good one. There is is even better one, Godfather. There was a former middleweight champion. I'm not going to mention his name because I don't want to embarrass him. But this was back in the days when laser printers sort of became the hip. I guess it was about 15, 20 years ago. Anyway, he was making and selling money orders down there in the Texas area. I kid you not. He was selling money orders and people were buying them. Well, sometimes, <laughs> uh, sometimes um, uh, famous athletes in their in, in near where they live, they the public wants to support them, but that's one of the another weirder story than I've heard before. <laughs> Godfather, you are the greatest. Say hello to the Godmother. 
$250,000 gun. A $100,000 gun. Hey, I love you. You have a great weekend. Say hello to God. Mama, give her a big kiss. Ladies and gentlemen, we're on it always with the great Larry Merchant on Sports Byline. The big game is right around the corner, and the basketball season is off and rolling. And now you can get into the game with our exclusive sports betting partners, BetOnline.ag. Sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit and make your bets on your favorite teams. Every spread, every total, every winner, every loser. Straight bet, parlay, or tease your way through it all. BetOnline.ag has all of the big game wagering action that you could ask for, including everyone's favorites. The prop bets. How long will the national anthem go? Will there be a wardrobe malfunction? How many yards will Patrick Mahomes throw for? There are literally hundreds of props to bet on before the game even starts. So head on over to betonline.ag and use our promo code COACH55 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit and get in on everything about the big game. Bring the playoffs home with our exclusive sportsbook partner, betonline.ag. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Look at Timbo with the point side kicks. He's got it all. Race on, line up a shot, and weather the storm. He knows what it's like to have to weather an early storm. Look at this stuff. Who would have said it would be Timbo on the back of Lane Mercer in his car? Over the top of you. Give Check it, sports fans. You're listening to Ring Talk Live Worldwide in the exclusive Sports Byline production. 
In remembrance of Kimbo Slice, ghetto backyard fighter man, but he brought it to YouTube, and of course he uh, sort of sparked the world of MMA there for a little bit before he croaked from a heart attack. Of course, it was brought on by <clears throat> Flintstone Vitamins. Mess around with those Flintstone Vitamins. I'm talking about anabolic steroids and spit happens. And when I say spit on this show, I mean spit with an H. Bottom line is last night, Curtis Blades, the aforementioned heavyweight, of course, having lost only twice in his life, two fights to the same guy. Francis Ngannou. He'll never beat Francis Ngannou. Francis Ngannou is like, is like unbeatable. He'll never be beaten. He'll never be beaten again, ever, in the next year and a half or two. I mean, seriously, next couple of years, nobody's ever going to beat him. He's got his game down. He's the hardest hitting dude I've ever seen in my in my entire life. Be it boxing, be it MMA, be it chopping wood, anything. I've never seen anybody punch as hard as Francis Ngannou. We're not here to talk about Francis Ngannou, but Curtis Blades. <clears throat> who was the winner last night when he knocked out, of course, former champion Junior Dos Santos. Dos Santos, of course, a good fighter, no doubt about that. He knocked out uh, Cain Velasquez for the World Heavyweight Championship in the very first round, like in 50 seconds, something like that, with a good right hand. So he can plug, he can crack with that right, a good boxer. They say he's the best boxer pound for pound in the UFC. I wouldn't go that far because there ain't too many good fighters in the UFC that can really box that well. Anyway, Curtis Blades <clears throat> just knocked him out. Bottom line, his time was minute and, minute and six seconds in round number two. Uh, Junior is to look for another job. And based on the ass whippings he's taken, I don't think he'll be able to talk too much for the next few years. I mean, after the next few years. I mean, I'm seriously, you can't take the poundings these guys take, man. And I'm sp- talking about MMA especially because you're taking poundings like with elbows and, 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 and little four-ounce gloves and knees and legs and kicks and this kind of good stuff. And remember, <clears throat> it's not like in boxing where you're standing up and your head can bounce back and absorb some of the blow. No, no, you're laying on the ground. There's nowhere for your head to go except absorb that blow. Anyway, Junior Dos Santos absorbing too many blows. Hopefully he'll retire now. He believe he is off the top of my head 21-7 and seven as a professional. As I said, Blades 13-2. and two. Also in the co-feature, Michael Chisilla fighting at welterweight 170 pounds. Took out Rafael Dos Anjos, a unanimous knot across the board. The former lightweight champion, 155 pounds, as I said, this is a welterweight, about 170. Um, I told you he was too small to fight at 170. I guess this sort of proves it when Michael Chisa sort of hands him a pretty three-zip three, three zip and two-one, 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 as far as the judges were concerned. In other words, one judge had it three rounds to nothing. The other judges, judges had it two rounds to one. Bottom line is, Chisa was a easily winner uh, over Rafael Dos Anjos. Alex Perez was the winner on the card. Angela Hill was the winner on the card. Outside of that, no names on the card. Why is it there were no names on the card? Because the USC is void of names. I've talked about this in the past. Conor McGregor, he's the guy. This is no doubt about it. In fact, of course, last week, people are still buzzing. People are still buzzing about last week. Ladies and gentlemen, referee Herb Dean has called a stop to this contest at 40 seconds of the very first round. Declaring the winner by T.A.O. The notorious Connor McGregor. I'm here with the winner, Connor McGregor. Connor, that was about as clean and decisive a first round as you could ever get. You hurt him in the clinch with your shoulder. Is, is this something that you've worked on? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I changed levels with that and come up into it, so it's a good shot. On him, baby! How good does it feel to be back? 
Very good, Joe. You know, I made history here tonight. I set another record. I'm the first fighter in UFC history to, to, to secure knockout victories at featherweight, at lightweight, and now at welterweight across three weight divisions. So I'm very, very proud of that. Donald holds the record for most head kick knockouts. Of, the amount of records that man has, but one of the records he holds most head kick knockouts. I'm so happy to be able to get him down with a head kick myself. So I'm very, very happy, very proud tonight. My team has been phenomenal. The work has been phenomenal. The people have been phenomenal. Thank you all for the support. I appreciate it greatly. Come and take a look at the big screen and enjoy your handiwork. This beautiful head kick that you set up. Just absolutely perfect, right on the jaw here. It, this is the beginning. This is the beginning for the very first part of the fight where you show the shoulder hits. Boom. I knew he wasn't expecting that little level change. Little level bang walking into it. It's a nice shot. He wasn't expecting that. And when, I, when we separated, I saw the blood in his eye. And there's the head. Yeah, clapped into the cheek. Beautiful. I'm so happy. So, like I said, who's going up and down divisions and stopping people like that with knockout victories? You know what I mean? I'll give it a technical knockout, all right? But, uh, you know what I mean? I'm very proud of that accomplishment. The UFC, they can strip fires and give to other fires, make believe bells to, in order to replicate my champ champ status. But they can't give knockout victories across multiple weight divisions. So there, there you go again. Etch my name in history one more time. For the Irish people, for me man back home. I love you the bitch man. Come on, my win. Thank you. <clears throat> Bottom line is Connor's a star, no doubt about that. I mean, when it comes to the world of mixed martial arts, he turns the cranks, whether it be boxing, Floyd Mayweather, of course, he now wants to fight Manny Pacquiao and other hosts of other names. At the end of the day, he can't box. I mean, stick to MMA, man. That's what you do best. Bottom line is he drew a whole lot of people there. I think what the card was like, 18,000 people there in Las Vegas. Take that back. 19,040 people, of course, that paid like over $11 million, $11 million gate. And, you know, somebody said to me, how much money do you think Connor got? <clears throat> Maybe maybe Connor got maybe, maybe, maybe $2 million. And I say maybe, maybe, maybe because the USC is like, they're like a pimp. I, I told you about that before. With the USC, when it comes to paying people, they pay people according to the dollar, 8 to 12 cents. So if you pay somebody 8 to 12 cents on the dollar and get to keep 88%, I mean, think of some San Francisco pimp. I mean, think of some guy down there like in the old Superfly day selling those baby. Then, baby, you making $100 and I'm going to give you 8 Come on, that girl will be running. She'll be getting on the Greyhound, getting out of town, okay? But you can't do it in the UFC because you got nowhere to go. Where are you going to go to Bellator? As far as MMA is concerned, Bellator ain't happening. It's just not. I mean, a whole lot of has-beens and old names. I mean, Fedor is fighting uh, guys that are 90 years old and this and that. You don't need to see that. Bellator lost the Listen, Bellator lost it. Scott Coker. And I've known Scott a long time. Hung me up for an appointment a couple years ago. I'll never forget that. And I, and I, I mean, I, I'll forget it, but I'll never forgive him. Anyway, the bottom line was Scott Coker has got all this money, this AT&T money, this, this money from um, uh, Mutant Univision, all kinds of different money put into Bellator, okay? Zillions. And he can't do nothing with it. I mean, he produces these cards, ho-hum. Last night, he, uh, night before last, he had Chris Cyborg Santos, of course, the, the fine, fine former, I won't say fine looking, but fine former uh, world 145-pound uh, champion of the UFC. Of course, she was a monster. She was the former evicted champion. Last night, she was taking on the evicted champion, and she, of course, she ended up beating her. But at the end of the day, she's a classic example of what's wrong in the world of mixed martial arts. And what do I say to that? I say she got wronged by Dana White. Think about this. Dana White conned her. They, she had one fight left in her contract. So Dana White said, listen, I want you to fight Scott Cuddy. She said, uh, why, why Scott Cuddy? I can beat Scott Cuddy easy. 
She goes, I want you to fight Scott Cuddy. And, and Dana says, oh, she says, oh, this fight Scott Cuddy, you know, last fight in your contract, fight Scott Cuddy, and we'll negotiate something new. Well, what Dana was trying to do was Dana was trying to get her off the plantation because he, he didn't want to pay her any money. So what he did was he made her fight Scott Cuddy, and she beat Scott Cuddy. And then she comes back and says, well, what are we going to do as far as contract concerned? He goes, well, I'm cutting you. He goes, what? She goes, yeah. He goes, I don't want to have any business arrangements anymore. I'm cutting business ties with you. So she had to go to Bellator. So that's where she's at right now. And of course, she beat some girl uh, last night at Bellator. Got the last girl last, by the last name of Bud. Am I impressed? No. Chris Cyborg Santos is a woman that used to scare me, but not so much anymore. Just not so much anymore. But in the old days, man, I mean, yee. I thought I told you I could whoop Ronda Rousey as long as she didn't grab me on the ground. If I could, I could stand it up, Ronda wasn't a match. But this chick, Chris Cyborg Santos, I wouldn't have fight her. No way, no how. Khabib. The lightweight champion, of course, my man, 155-pound title holder fighting on the American Kickboxing Academy down there in Silicon Valley, USA, a.k.a. San Jose. Bottom line is he's putting his title on the line at the Barclays Center. Wow. Against Tony Ferguson. Remember Tony Ferguson? We've got that tape on Tony Ferguson laying around, of course, where, where Tony was uh, pouring holy water on his wife. Remember that one? Now, I know a lot of you guys out there want to do that. A lot of you guys have thought about that. You know, you're looking at your wife in bed, and you say to myself, man, this is no good so-and-so, man, you know, and she's the devil and this and that, and maybe I'd like to just pour some holy water on her. Well, Did he hurt you or your children? No, no. He no, you're just, okay. He really just random stuff, you know, like he puts holy water on me. I don't okay. know what's going on with him. Are you um, going to stop somewhere and meet with the police so they can talk to you? Should I go to the police station? Well, no, no, no. The guy's pouring holy water. You don't go to the police station. Go to a lawyer. Go to a lawyer. Go to a shrink. Get the hell out of that house. What happened? The restraining order goes into effect. Tony uh, Ferguson can't see his family, this and that. And then about three weeks later, they say, oh, it was all, it was a mistake. The media, the media made that up. Yeah, the media made that up. That was a media gag. Come on, man. We didn't make that up. You heard it yourself. He wanted to pour holy water on me. Anyway, I know. In my lifetime, I probably had encountered a couple of women in which they needed to have holy water poured on them, and probably the holy water would have had some, some adverse effect because they were like, you know, the incarnate devil. But the bottom line was Tony slipped out. Tony's had some mental issues before. Tony's a weird dude. Tony trains weird. Tony doesn't spar, and I sort of agree with him on that because I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to spar with somebody where they're clipping me in the head with elbows and that kind of good stuff. No, 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 no. Anyway, um, too rough, too much damage. Anyway, Ferguson realizes that, but Khabib is the monster. He's undefeated. He fights lions, tigers, tigers, bears. I mean, you name it. He's whooped them. He's like 25-0, 27-0, 28-0. Whoever you talk to, he's unbeaten. Never lost a round in the gym. I mean, the guy whoops up on people in the gym. Never loses a round in the gym. He is the most undefeated guy ever in the history of combat sports. Anyway, taking on Tony Ferguson. Tony's a good challenge. Tony's a good fighter. Tony can punch hard. And I think the the key to beating Khabib is hitting him on that big old square chin of his, that big old Russian square chin. I think if, it's a big target for me, and I'd be looking, I'd be looking to hit that chin with uppercuts. You want to hit Khabib with shots he's not going to see, uppercuts and hooks. He can see the straight shots. He's a strong dude. He's got an incredible will, an incredible. Uh, is, is he's got great, incredible will. And listen, when you see shots coming at you, people know, and people that watch me fight, not saw me get decked. Um, I never got decked by a punch. I got hit straight on. It was always a hook. 
It was always a hook. I, I never, whoa, where did that punch come from? You don't see the hook sometimes. They go around your head. That's, that's why that happens. Anyway, bottom line is getting knocked out is no fun, and Khabib is going to knock out Tony Ferguson, I think, unless Ferguson can catch him first. This is sort of like a battle of who catches who first. Of course, this is going to go down at the Barclays Center, home of the New York Nets, April the 16th, 2020, USC, I think, what, 249 now, USC 249. Wow, and to think I was involved all the way back with <clears throat> USC 23? No, UFC 33 in Las Vegas with Tito, Tito Ortiz defending the, the light heavyweight champs. Remember that sitting there at the Octagon's cage by, sitting by the cage for the very first time in a major event, saying to myself, this is cool, but it's really not so cool because the punishment they're taking, I just, uh, I just don't know. Anyway, the co-feature of this Khabib car is going to take on Jessica Andrade and take on Rose Nahumanis. Of course, Rose was pimped off by the USC. They made her go fight. Anyway, I really felt bad what they did to her. Hopefully, she's got a shot here in this co-feature against Jessica Andrade. We'll see what's going on. Andrade can really fight, but she lost her fight after beating Rose Nahumanis. So, I guess it's a rematch here, a grudge match. Two chicks going at it. Right on. Uriah Hall's on the card, Ronaldo Souza, and Ben Rothwell, the USC veteran, going to take on Gian Valente. Bottom line is, you are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, the Sunday edition, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, two hours, live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, and Sirius XM Satellite Radio Channel 211. We show really what is this MMA. MMA is number one thing, it's respect. When you come, Jim, First, first things, what your coach, everybody teach you, hey, you have to respect gym, you have to respect teammates, coaches, you have to still keep uh, clean your gym, Every, everything about respect. MMA is not about trash talking. You know, this is what we show with Dustin Porter and his great team. Don't forget, Ring Talk airs Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time, right here on the Mighty Sports by Live Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, and of course, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, Channel 211. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words. Buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing Vector Vest system risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. 800-584-2519. That's 800-584-2519. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? for a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash 
is really a war against us all, but the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517 It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance Ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Now, more of Ring Talk. With Pedro Fernandez. You want to take a chance on that? You're irritating me now. East Bay Soul, baby. Greg Adams and crew. Now recording out of Southern California. But Greg was a Westmore High School graduate in 1968. He and I chat every once in a while. His wife is a lovely lady. They've been around, man, they've been around since 1976. Bottom line is, Greg's still rocking and rolling. Check him out. He plays at Yoshi's every once in a while. EastBaySoul.com. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and MMA. Want to mention today in boxing history, of course, brought to us by our house historian, Billow. According to Billow, of course, January 20th, 1983, I was there. Pepino Cuevas gets knocked out in the fourth round by Roberto Duran. Of course, that was the L.A. Sports Arena. Man, that was one hell of an evening. Me and Duran and, uh, and Hector, Hector and Duran and myself, we partied until the early mornings, no doubt about that. In East L.A., it was a memorable event, no, no doubt about that. And it set up the Davy Moore fight. And of course, the Davy Moore set up the Marvin Hagler fight. Roberto Duran, January 29, 1983, on the comeback trail in Los Angeles. January 15th. The debut of the hospitalized Leon Spinks. Neon Leon Spinks. Remember Leon? Leon got in some trouble one time and, and, and he couldn't find his teeth. And they found him underneath a bed in some hotel. Like three day, three or four days later after he moved out. In other words, you know, you're in a hotel for like, you're in Louisville for three or four days. And then and you leave and you go to another city for a tour. Well, they found his teeth in Louisville and he was in Chicago. That was Leon. Anyway, want to wish Leon well. But he turned pro January 15th. Of course, that was against a guy by the name of Bob Smith. And Shane Mosley lost. Wow. And, wow, to Fern, Vernon Forrest. Of course, Vernon Forrest, the aforementioned Vernon Forrest, the guy that got his head blown off chasing some clown down the street. But the bottom line was Shane Mosley was managed by his wife, Jen Mosley, who turned down a $5 million fight to fight Oscar De La Hoya because she wanted more money than Oscar. And she took a million dollars to fight Vernon Forrest and got lit up. Smart girl, right? Not so much. Anyway, he finally divorced her. She was a bimbo. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and MMA. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Stay tuned for hour number two on many of the same stations. iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, and of course, the American Forces Network and SportsByline.com.
USA Radio News with John Hunt. The death toll from a strong earthquake that rocked eastern Turkey climbed to 22 with more than 1,000 people injured, according to Turkish officials. Rescue workers are still searching for people buried under the rubble of a number of collapsed buildings. Interior Minister Soliman Soylu said 39 people so far have been rescued from the rubble of collapsed buildings. The Disaster and Emergency Management Group said monitoring senators gave magnitudes up to 6.8. They also said it was followed by 228 aftershocks, the strongest with magnitudes of over 5.5. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo lashed out in anger at an NPR reporter who accused him of shouting expletives at her. In a direct and personal attack, America's chief diplomat said the journalist lied to him and called her shameful. NPR says it will continue to stand by Mary Louise Kelly's reporting. This is USA Radio News. We're already into a new year. And according to TransUnion's annual consumer credit forecast, the consumer credit market looks strong. Matt Comos, TransUnion's vice president of research and consulting. The U.S. consumer is as strong as ever, and we expect more of the same this year. More consumers are securing loans and increasing their balances in a measured way, all while maintaining historically low delinquency rates. Low unemployment rates, continued wage growth, and an overall sound economy are making this positive performance hold true. Are there trends to watch for this year? TransUnion's trends to watch are credit card performance staying strong, personal loans stabilizing, auto lenders continuing at a steady pace, and first-time homebuyers leading mortgage activity. The U.S. consumer credit market has grown every year since the Great Recession in 2009, marking one of the longest economic expansions in U.S. history. There's more at TransUnion.com. That's TransUnion.com. There was a plane crash in California, and USA's Wendy King has the story. A small plane crash in Northern California killed two people and injured a third person. The single-engine plane crashed near a golf course in Auburn. CHP said the wreckage was located in a backyard. The crash happened about a mile away from the Auburn Municipal Airport, which is 30 miles northeast of Sacramento. The Placer County Sheriff's Office identified the victims as Anthony Lawrence Wright Sr., 80, and Anthony Lawrence Wright Jr., 55. A retired Illinois state trooper was killed and two others injured when a woman opened fire at a cigar lounge and then fatally shot herself. The shooting was at the Humidor Cigar Lounge in Lysol, about 26 miles west of Chicago. It was caught on camera, and it shows several people watching TV in the lounge's media room, according to the police department in Lysol. They said without provocation, the suspect who was seated behind the officer stood up and shot the trooper in the back of the head. This is USA Radio News. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. It looks like there may be some copyright issues with the new Space Force logo. USA's Wendy King has the story. The newly unveiled logo for the U.S. Space Force appears to have boldly gone where Star Trek has gone before. Twitter users noticed that the emblem, which was revealed by President Trump on Friday, bears an uncanny likeness to the insignia from the cult sci-fi TV series. One of the original stars of Star Trek, George Takei, tweeted, We are expecting some royalties from this. 
but others pointed out that the new logo bared likeness to the Air Force's logo. The president tweeted, the U.S. Space Force is the sixth branch of our magnificent military. State and local governments have been leading the fight against the opioid industry, seeking payouts to help them deal with the fallout from the nation's addiction crisis. Now, average Americans are about to get their shot. A federal judge overseeing the bankruptcy case of Purdue Pharma set a June 30th deadline to file a claim against the company. That includes governments, entities such as hospitals, and for the first time, individuals who have personal injury claims. It's not clear how much money might be at stake. Purdue reached an agreement with some states and local governments that could be worth over $10 billion over time as part of its bankruptcy filing. But Judge Robert Drain emphasized during the hearing in White Plains, New York, that no final settlement is in place. Listen online anytime at usaradio.com. For USA Radio News, I'm John Hunt. Do you love watching sports? Well, how would you like to be able to take your favorite sports with you and watch them anywhere? In your house, on your computer, even on your smartphone for one low price. With National Programming Service, you can. That's right, for one low price, so low we can't publish it, you can take your favorite sports anywhere, anytime with you. And we even give you free installation and free premium movie channels. Don't wait. Call National Programming Service right now. Right now, you could be up and running and watching your favorite sports and shows in just a few hours. Remember, call in the next 10 minutes and ask about our special radio offer and learn about free installation. Call right now. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide, your inside look into combat sports, brought to you by the WBO, the World Boxing Organization. Pedro, let me, let me tell you congratulations on your long time in radio, you are your team, and for your ratings, man, I was reading about that, I'm very uh, impressed with you, Pedro. And now, the host of the longest running fight show in radio and internet history. I don't want to, to predict this fight, but, you know, I'm going to promise that I, I can give a good fight, you know, to, to make people happy, and uh, I just do my best. Pedro Fernandez. If I can't teach you one way, I'll teach you another, but I'm going to get the job done. Thomas y Caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, live, emanating from the Sports Byline Studios in San Francisco, California. Check it. This is hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. 35, no, no, make that 36-plus years now of being often imitated but never duplicated. Here I sit high atop my throne. Yes, I am the undisputed heavyweight champion of the world. Welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Straight up, want to report this right off the top of the news. Kobe Bryant has died in a helicopter crash in Calabasas. I guess that's down there in California, in Southern California. Um, That's all the reports we've got. It just came in. It's been confirmed by various sources. Yes, Kobe Bryant, of course, who paid 20 years to the Los Angeles Lakers. And, God, I mean, he was just the epitome of of, of basketball players. He was. He was only 41 years old, man. He was the MVP twice, and I think he was a league MVP in 2008. But, man, I don't know what to say about that other than the fact that we um, extend our, our condolences to the 
basketball fans, of course, that love Kobe Bryant and to his immediate family. At the end of the day, you remember that Muhammad Ali story down there in Macau, Macau, China, when I wouldn't let him get on that helicopter. I wouldn't let him get on it. Why? Because my former employer, Bill Graham, and my former attorney friend, uh, Donald Trump's attorney, Mark Edis, they both had died in helicopter crashes about a year and a half to two years earlier. I wasn't letting Ali get on that helicopter in 94. Kobe, what can I say? You're a smart dude, but you got on the helicopter. Dumb move. You are tuned to Sports Byline. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. We'll change the subject matter. We're talking combat sports after the break. One can have a dream, babe. Two can make a dream so real. One can talk about being in love. Two can say how it feels. Well, one can wish upon a star. Two can make a wish come true, yeah. Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 for- that's 800-603-0885 we are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have Debt Destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 
create my own radio stations. Millions of songs, thousands of stations, one free app. iHeartRadio is that easy. Download the app today or listen online at iHeartRadio.com. Them belts are mine. Whatever they want to say, they can say, oh, well, we took the belt and now it's this guy's belt. You can play with those fake belts all you want. The real Jose was KO'd. Eddie was KO'd. You're looking at the two-weight world champion and that's it. And that's it. Welcome back to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, of course, a Sports Byline production. My name is Pedro Fernandez. We're talking boxing MMA today, only on Sports Byline. That's big. Off subject, NBA icon Kobe Bryant has died in a helicopter crash, according to the Los Angeles Sheriff's Department. Just reported here coming over the wire as of about five minutes ago. They're showing the, the crash site here. The helicopter is in pieces. And it doesn't seem to appear to be anybody surviving here. And there's no way anybody can survive that crash. Bottom line is Kobe Bryant has passed on. We want to wish his family and uh, his fans the utmost as far as condolences are concerned. Now, let me tell you about the little story I was talking about before we went to the break. <clears throat> it was August of 1994. We were over there in Bacow, China to do a prelim uh, a, a publicity tour with Muhammad Ali. We're not going to do a fight this time. We're going to do a publicity tour. So we're just touring through, you know, just just chilling, just chilling. Anyway, so we're chilling from town to town, and um, at least that's the itinerary that was laid out I was looking at. So we get into Hong Kong, and I'm not thinking too much, so the champ wants to go for a walk, this and that. So we, we walk around downtown Hong Kong, and then they hood it, they shoot us over to the, um, the, uh, the to, to where this helicopter thing. And I'm looking at this helicopter thing. I said, no, 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 I'm not getting on the helicopter. So I saw the Healy coils were right next to the helicopters. These Healy coils were these things. They, they sort of flew on the water. They were sort of like hover boat, hover, hovercrafts. And they would hover over the water, and they would take you to Macau. But it took about 90 minutes to get to Macau from Hong Kong on, a, on, a, on those, one of those crafts. But if you took the helicopter, it took like 15, 20 minutes, okay? So anyway, Harold Smith <clears throat> had previously arranged to uh, fly the helicopter. Well, nobody told me, and I'm in charge of security, okay? So I got a little problem with that. So they come up with... With this 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 helicopter thing, I said, I'm not letting my guy get on the helicopter. What do you mean, your guy? No, 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 no. You guys put me in charge of his security. I'm not putting Muhammad Ali on a on a helicopter. Why? Because my ex promoter, my ex uh, boss promoter, Bill Graham, who I worked for as an off duty cop, Bill Graham presents. He went down in a helicopter in the rain when he told that pilot to drive, and he shouldn't have flown that night. And then, of course, Mark Edis, Mark, uh, Donald Trump's personal attorney, the man who was in charge of the boxing program for Trump Properties, okay, he went down in a helicopter, I think, in 1992. So you think I'm going to put my guy, I'm in charge of Muhammad Ali in 1994, and I'm going to put him in a helicopter in Macau in a third world country of all places? I'm going to put him in a helicopter? Are you out of your mind? I mean, who? I mean, can you imagine what they'd be saying about me afterwards? Yeah, well, you know, the security director cleared that. Well, who was the security director? Oh, some schlep named Pedro Fernandez, some ex, some ex SF cop who thought he knew what he was talking about. He put Muhammad Ali on a helicopter, and now Ali's dead. That that I, I wasn't gonna go. I was I wasn't even gonna risk that. Wasn't even gonna risk that. So anyway, I stood fast. I was not letting him get on. The helicopter. His wife was saying, Lonnie, she goes, Pedro, you get I said, listen, Lonnie, this is your husband. This is your husband. This is this is not just your average Joe. I know he's your husband, but this is not your average Joe. And I can't, I can't, from a security point of view, allow him to take such a risk of, of flying the helicopter in a third world country from one spot to another over over water. I just can't do it. I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. So she says to me, well, we got a problem then, Pedro. Why? I said, why is that? She goes, because these tickets say non-refundable. <clears throat> 
I said, what do you mean non-refundable? Just what it says. We bought these tickets in advance. You know, for the tour page, one it says non-refundable. So I'm looking at the tickets. I said, yeah, it says non-refundable. No ifs, ands, or buts, basically. No ands. Hmm, how am I going to deal with that? So I go over to the guy that said to him, Her- I dragged Harold Smith me. He was one of the best comment in the world. So I drag Harold with me, and Harold doesn't know what to say. Harold says, we getting on the helicopter, Pedro. I said, no, we ain't getting on the helicopter, Harold. I ain't over my dead body. He's getting on the helicopter. So anyway, so we go over to the um, the office where they got these tickets, where they were selling the tickets to, the, to both the, the helicoil and the helicopter. So anyway, um, the guy comes out, a little Chinese dude, smoking a cigarette. and all, They were all smoking cigarettes back in the 90s. I don't know if they still do. Anyway, this guy was puffing on this cigarette, his chain smoking, pissing me off. Anyway, and we're in the small room, and he says to me, he says, uh, no refund. No refund. Do you understand? No refund. You see the sign? No, no, no refund. I said, man, I said, how am I going to get through to this dude? Man, this, guy, this guy's like, he said he ain't giving up refunds. We're talking about 45 refunds, I think at 50 bucks a pop. So I guess it is a, a substantial amount of money, a revenue he's going to have to take a hit there, right? So I'm thinking maybe I could bribe him a little bit and give him some money and this and that. And then I say to myself, no, no, no. Let's be the Pedro. What's the matter with you? You got to play the Ali card. You got to play the Ali card. So I said to him, I said, you know, Muhammad Ali, he's really scared of airplanes. He doesn't want to go up in airplanes. And, and, and the man goes, huh? I said, yeah. I said, you know, I said, you really want, you want to embarrass the champ here? I said, he's scared. He's afraid to go up in helicopters. He's scared. He doesn't want to go up in the helicopter. I said, so you, can you work something out for us? I tell you what, how would you like to take a picture with the champ? You get a camera, or I'll take a picture of you, and, and we'll send you the picture. Whatever you want to do, we'll get you a picture with him right now, right in front of your sign, right in front of your helicopter sign here, a picture with you and Muhammad Ali. So the guy says, boy, he sees dollar signs in his eyes, right? Yeah, okay. He jumps on that one, gets the picture of Ali, gives us refunds for like 55 or whatever. There was a helicopter seats, wherever there was. We ended up getting on four or five helico- uh, helicraft and then fly- driving over the air, flying over the air to Macau, like four or five feet off the air, four or five inches off the air. I mean, not, not 4,000 feet in the air. Okay, that wasn't happening. Bottom line is, I think I saved everybody's life that night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No helicopters went down. But who knows? I mean, you uh, Kobe Bryant didn't think he was going up and going to die when he went up in the helicopter today. Okay? But you just don't mess. Helicopters fall out of skies like rocks. They don't, like, glide. Not like, you know, you see that when you're on, watching on TV where somebody, oh, oh, the motor's gone out. The motor's gone out. We'll, we'll just glide into the land. You don't glide anywhere with a helicopter. Once the motor goes out, boom, you're dropping like a rock. So condolences uh, to the L.A. Laker fans and the family of Kobe Bryant. I still got to remember, though, got to give Kobe a little, got to give Kobe, got, got this little dirt on Kobe, though. Remember when he got involved with that, 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 uh, that housekeeper over there in Denver? Was it in Denver where he got involved with that housekeeper, he had sex with that housekeeper, and, and then what did he say? He said, I didn't have sex with her, then he didn't have sex with her, then he like, yeah, got caught. Bottom line is that was the only time he really got caught, and he, he, he became a pretty good guy after that. I remember him talking about it time and time again afterwards, you know, his infidelities and how it came to life to change his life. Infidelity changed Kobe Bryant's life, and unfortunately, a helicopter crash ended Kobe Bryant's life today. January 26, 2020. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Don't forget, Ring Talk airs Saturday and Sundays, 11 a.m. Pacific. I'm right here on the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, and, of course, 
Sirius XM Satellite Radio, Channel 211. You want to take action, Clay, when Howard yes. Cosell and everybody is calling Muhammad Ali, then why you got to be one of all people who's color to keep saying Cassius Clay? My name is Muhammad Ali, and you will announce it right there in the center of that ring after the fight if you don't do it now. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. I went to penitentiary, Gene Wilder, I did a movie, I went to, not me personally, I mean, I went to do a film in penitentiary, um, <laughs> and it was, I was up there six weeks, Arizona State Penitentiary, it was some, oh, you're applauding for that? <laughs> Arizona State Penitentiary, real popular, <laughs> 
Oh, man, it was strange because it's like 80% black people. And what's strange about that is that there are no black people in Arizona. Baby, baby, sweet baby. Little Larry Braggs there in Tower of Power bringing us back from the king of comedy. No doubt about that, Richard Breyer. But Chris Rock, you're good, baby, but you ain't no Richard Pryor. Back to the Kobe Bryant story, of course. Kobe, man, what can I say? Passed away at the, uh, uh, it was a stunner. I mean, when you fall out of the sky in a helicopter, don't get in a helicopter. You listen to me right now. Don't get in a helicopter. You just don't do it. Only 41 years old. I mean, he's son of former NBA player Joe Bryant. I remember he played, I talked about he was playing basketball in Pennsylvania. And, of course, the NBA draft. He was declared eligible for the 1996 NBA draft, selected by the Charlotte Hornets, 13th overall pick. The Harlots traded him to the Lakers. Of course, as a rookie, Bryant like earned himself a reputation for being a high flyer and just doing all kinds of crazy stuff. He won the 1997 Slam Dunk Contest, was named an all-star by his second season. Of course, besides, besides, there wasn't too many he did, too many things he couldn't do with a basketball. He just, I mean, he just couldn't. He was amazing. At 34 years old, I mean, he was the first guy to ever score 30,000 points. I keep going and going and going and going, but the bottom line is, we, you know, we wish his family the best. He was a pretty cool dude. I used to see him at the fights. And, you know, what was sort of cool was when, when I was doing the fights in the in the late 90s, early 2000s at the L.A. Forum, Kobe was always a fixture at the fights. Not always a fixture, but he was there, and he carried an aura about him. But you know what? He was one of those guys who could walk through the forum, and, and people didn't, like, cling to him, like 40 and 50 people clinging to him and chasing him around. He was sort of his own guy. People respected Kobe, I think, like they un, like they did unlike any other superstar. Because other guys used to get, <clears throat> just like people just magnet to him. It's not that they weren't attracted to Kobe Bryant. It's just I think that people respected Kobe Bryant. So, we, again, our condolences to Kobe Bryant, dead today at the age of 41, having dropped out of a helicopter. You know, a helicopter drops out of the sky, man. Nothing there. No parachutes, none of that kind of good stuff. The bottom line is, don't ever get in a helicopter. I've never gotten one in my life. As I said, my, my former bosses, both of them were, were superiors to an extent. Of course, I was working for Bill Graham as an off-duty cop. Promoter Bill Graham goes down in the, in the helicopter, of course, leaving the Concord Pavilion in the rain. Okay, And then Mark Edis, <clears throat> the vice president of boxing for Donald Trump, when Donald Trump was doing boxing back in the 1990s. This was in 1992, I believe, or 1993. Um, Mark Edison and his crew are in New York City. They're waiting for Donald Trump to get on this helicopter. Well, Trump is 15 minutes late. They say, screw Trump. They finally take the helicopter. They take off, and they crash before they hit Atlantic City. That was the end of Mark Edison. So when you go to Mark Edison, when you go to Atlantic City now, and you see the fights being held in the Mark Edison Arena, that's why... The arena is named after him, Mark Edis. He was a great, great guy, and I miss him. He was my guy. You know, he took care of me and my kid, and I'll say this, and I'm almost getting a little teary-eyed here because Mark was so cool, but when, when I would take the kid to Atlantic City, um, he would have a maid set, an extra maid set up, I mean, for the kid, and it was like a nanny and that kind of good stuff, and he didn't have to do any of that kind of good stuff, but he did it, and, you know, and Don King didn't tell him to do that stuff either. I mean, Don did it himself, but Don didn't tell him, hey, hey, make sure Pedro's taken care of. No, 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 no. That was just the way Mark Edis took care of things. May he rest in peace. Back to the subject of hand, combat sports. At 40 minutes past the hour, we'll be joined by Jesse James Leha, former world champion out of Texas, of course, Jesse James, a, a good guy, a guy that, that was a class act all throughout boxing. You won't see any, like, bad headlines in Jesse James. Like, oh, you just see a, a solid character from, from day one to now. So we'll talk about him and his, what, 44-7 and seven and a couple of draws, 
53 fight career. That'll be at about 40 minutes past the hour. So if you join us, if you'd like to join us on the toll for you can. Jesse James and I will be here at about eight minutes, eight to, eight to 12 minutes. The number is 1 800 878 7529. It's 1 800 878 7529. I got to mention <clears throat> the fact the USC has an event coming up, of course, February the 8th. Uh, John Jones, the light heavyweight champion, of course, once beaten. He was only disqualified in that one fight against Mark Hamill when he, he elbowed or he fouled the guy on the ground. But the bottom line is he has slipped. And the reason why he slipped is he's gotten older. And, you know, you get old, you do cocaine, you don't train, you kick around, you do cocaine, you don't train, you kick around, you do cocaine. Bottom line is John Jones likes to do cocaine before fights. I've never, ever heard of that in my entire life, but I saw him say that on a record that he likes to do a little blow about 10 days before a fight. Man, are you an idiot or what? Anyway, take it on Dominic Reyes. Dominic Reyes, he got a good look to him, big rugged dude, you know, I mean, no doubt about that. 12 fights, 12 wins, undefeated, so what does that have to say? His O's got to go? Probably. John Jones is probably slightly favored here, but this is a live underdog. Of course, John Jones defending the light heavyweight championship for the umpteenth time. As far as the rest of the card is concerned, one of the best women flyweight fighters in the world, the champion, Valentina Shevchenko, is going to defend against Catlin Chugagin. And outside of that, the rest of the names on the card are all home, except for Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis is to take on Ira Latifi in a heavyweight bout. Of course, that's coming to you on February 8th from the Toyota Center in Houston, Texas. Of course, UFC Rock Alone, UFC 247. Am I excited? Can't you tell? Can't you tell? <clears throat> no, hell no. I don't want to see John Jones anymore. I'm tired of John Jones. I want to see John Jones get licked. Licked like a stamp. John Jones got has grown into the villain type of guy now. You know, the type of guy you, you just want to see him get beat. You just want to see him get humiliated. And why do I say that? Because he's an, he, he's a pass hole. And you take the P off, you know what I'm talking about. He just is. I can say that on the air if I wanted to, but I don't want to. Um, you know, but he is. He's just he's just he's a terrible guy. I don't like him. Been around him a couple of times, and every time I've been around him, I got negative vibes. I mean, super negative vibes. Like, man, you want to go to the joint, hang out with this guy. This guy's going to the joint. Well, maybe not to the joint, but the bottom line is he's headed for greatness in the world of mixed martial arts. At least he believes in himself. But as age creeps on him. John Jones can go at any given time. I mentioned earlier, of course, the man that the man that actually scares the snot out of everybody. He, God, he knocked out Curtis Blades not once but twice. Talk about Francis Ngannou. Going to go after this guy by the name of Jezenik Rosnick. And that's uh, Jezenik Rosnick. His claim to fame, he's got like 70 kickboxing matches. And he only won like 66 of them. Outside of that, he couldn't lick a stamp if he wet his tongue. Okay, Francis is going to kill this guy. This is going to be, listen. This guy should sign sign insurance papers, and they should make Francis sign liability papers, all that kind of good stuff. Because this guy, I don't think, is going to last out the first round. Not too many people will last the first round with Lingano. Not as motivated and as dedicated and as directed as he is right now. He's got a ground game. He can stand up. He can do it all. The bottom line is, at the end of the day, nobody in their right mind as a heavyweight would ever fight Francis Ngannou unless they were forced to. That's just the way it is. Ngannou, of course. And Jazz going to go March 28th from the Honda Center. Take that back. Columbus, Ohio. Go back to the Nationwide Arena. I remember doing television back there. In fact, I was talking with John Johnson this week before. the former coach of the you, you know, Ohio State Buckeyes, of course, under Woody Hayes, a football coach. And this and that. We're talking about Archie Griffin being uh, called one of the greatest football players of all time. He won the Heisman not once but twice out of Ohio State. And Archie was a class act. I think Archie actually came to a couple of our boxing events. In fact, I used to do a lot of boxing uh, TV in Columbus, Ohio, for the coach. And coach used to bring in some of his all-stars. And Archie was one of them. Archie was a class act. Anyway, back to John Johnson. I want to mention him just for a second. Listen, 
if you smoke cigarettes and coach smoked for years, coach used to smoke cigarettes, we'd be smoking weed. Now, he smoked weed too, but but I used to tell him, man, them cigarettes are bad for you, man. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, bottom line is they detected some lung cancer and it was some, some screening, some early screening. About two years ago, they detected something in his lung, right? So they had to go in there and they cut it out and he went through all kinds of rehabilitation. And two years later, he's back on the mend. But the bottom line is, had he not gotten that test, he'd be toast right now, baby, okay? So what I'm trying to tell you is if you've smoked in the past or if you've been around somebody that smokes a lot, maybe you should go get that, can't, that, that, that lung cancer screening. I mean, listen, it can't hurt. It's not going to hurt. If you got insurance, go do it. Get it done. If you don't have insurance, find some way to get it done. Bottom line is, lung cancer is an ugly way to go. I watched my mother go from COPD, and it's very, very ugly. Now, back to the subject hand, MMA. Am I excited about the rest of the year as far as the UFC is concerned? Not yet. I mean, Khabib's going to be okay. Him and Ferguson, a bit of a toss-up. I mean, Francis and Ghana, that's going to be a roll. How long will that take? That's basically what that's going to be all about. The rest of the year can I say? It just doesn't appeal to me. It just doesn't. The USC's got to do something spectacularly, and they don't have the talent to do, do it. It just doesn't. If you don't have the talent to work from, in other words, if you don't have seeds, you can't plant a tree. A tree can't grow. Okay? I don't think they've got the, they never had the seedling stuff together. They thought they were just going to buy everybody up off the street. In other words, this guy's good, that guy's good, so we'll buy him, we'll buy him. Well, guess what? It ain't happening. And right now, I think the world of MMA is in for a world of hurt. And what I say by that is, I say it only because of the fact that, you know, the, the USC sold for $4.2 billion, $4,200 million. Nobody's, no company's worth that. The Dallas Cowboys ain't worth that. The, um, that, that soccer team in, in, in France and in Spain ain't worth that. Come on, man. You got to be kidding me. $4,200 million. Man, there was a sucker born every minute. And the people that bought the USC, I think they were the suckers. Now, they think they can expand in China. They think they can expand all around the world. More power to them. Yes, you can make it like a worldwide NBA or worldwide uh, Major League Baseball type of league. And, and I'm down with you on that. But the bottom line is, at the end of the day, are you really going to make back $4,200 million? Not anytime soon. Not in my mind. Anyway, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, the Sunday edition. Live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, the American Forces Network, TuneIn.com, Stitcher.com, iTunes. Can I keep going? The American uh, uh, Forces Radio Network, that's Channel 2, Cable Radio Network, Channel 2. I keep going and going and going. But the bottom line is, you know where we're at, Saturday and Sundays, 11 a.m. Pacific time. But you can also catch us on iHeartRadio. When I say iHeartRadio, I mean the delayed broadcast. In other words, you can go to iHeartRadio, search in Ring Talk, and iHeartRadio. Anyway, search and ring talk at iHeart, and then they say, look, you want to watch it live or do you want to watch the podcast? Because guess what? You can watch the podcast or listen to the podcast anytime after it goes up, okay, after the show. But, but, but you can also listen to us live at iHeartRadio. So check us out. We are live at iHeartRadio, of course, live always at sportsbyline.com. There's a thousand different internet platforms out there, and I really don't know which one to point you to, but the bottom line is find one. Sportsbyline, iHeartRadio.com, they're all there. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and MMA. Want to bring up the fact that local boxing, of course, we've got some good fighters here locally, but they aren't great yet. Or are they? I mean, Mr. Haney, Derek Haney's considered great, undefeated, 24-0, 27-0, of course, fighting out of the city by the bay for Team Mayweather down there in Las Vegas, California, Las Vegas, Nevada, of course. Man, skipped, bypassed the, <clears throat> the amateur role. They thought he was going to win a gold medal in the Olympics. He said, you know what? I don't need the gold medal. I'm just going to turn pro and apply my trade as a professional. Now, thus far, he looks outstanding. He really does. In fact, he reminds me a little bit of a, a, uh, <clears throat> 
a little bit of Sugar Ray Leonard. And I don't want to say that's flashy, but he's got that that boldness to him. You know, you got to be a bold guy. You got to believe in yourself. People people don't realize that, but you know, you to step into the ring, step into the octagon to meet somebody toe to toe. You got to believe in yourself before anything else. You can't believe in your team. You can't believe in your training method. You got to believe in yourself. And this young man, I believe. I think he believes in himself. After the break, at thirty-seven minutes past the hour, bringing of course the. Great. Jesse James Leha, a great guy when I say that, a boxing champion, both in and outside the ring. He's done some stuff for charity down there in, in Texas. We'll talk to him about that in depth and his career. Of course, open phone lines all around the planet. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Or get this, the no fault, the uh, the guilt-free, no commitment text line. You can text us here in the studio. Yes, sir. Get this, right down the text line. If you want to shoot us something, if you hear me say something stupid, something off the wall, you hear me say something brilliant, you, you want to you want to say something about it? You feel free to. Text line, 415-275-1613. That's, once again, the studio text line here at Sports Byline, 415-275-1613. You're tuned to the mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Did you need call on me? Don't forget, Ring Talk airs Saturday and Sunday is 11 a.m. Pacific. I'm right here on the mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, and, of course, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, Channel 211. Mr. Dana White, wherever you are, I have a hit list, but I want to start getting paid. I want to start making heavyweight money. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words, buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing Vector Vest system risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. 800-584-2519. That's 800-584-2519. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517-800-932-5517-800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. 
Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003-800-485-6003-800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, coming to you Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, only on Sports Byline. Check out this out. This is Tower of Power, baby. On the soul side of town, of course, 50 years of funk, 50 years of soul music out of Oakland, California. That is the new album for the boys from across the pond. to talk about Emilio Castillo and the gang, Tower of Power on the soul side of town. Now we take it from California to Texas. Let's bring in, of course, a young man that he's won a world championship in the past, but he's been a champion both in and outside the ring. I'm talking about Jesse James Leha. James, how's life treating you, man? Boy, it's, I'm doing well, doing, staying busy, and uh, you know, just enjoying life with the family and, the, and my wife, and you know, can't complain. Do you work a forty-hour gig? What do you do? <laughs> Something like that. I, I well, I've opened up a boxing fitness gym here in San Antonio that I've had for the uh, since 2005 after I retired. Uh, and I've been running that now for, for, for what 15 years now, 16. But uh, but, that? but that's a 90-hour gig. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm busier now. When I'm busier now than when I was actually fighting. Um, when I was fighting, I used to play golf once or twice a week uh, for ten years. I was just, you know, I got my handicap down to an eleven, and now I only play golf once a year now during my tournament because I'm so busy. Bro, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, we're, listen, we're not going to applaud you because we don't know too many Mexicans that play golf. Okay, we really don't. We really don't. I mean, seriously, my uh, the president of the World Boxing Organization, Paco, plays a lot of golf. But outside of that, yeah. we don't know too many people play golf. But more power to you. What was your handicap when you were rocking and rolling there? Oh, eleven. I got down to eleven. Right on. Right on. So, yeah. the, so the family's good. You still married? Everybody's great. I've been married now for uh, thirty-two years. And I have, to the uh, same before, woman. To the same woman, yes. I, I, heard, so, hey, I heard some comics say that, and they go, yeah, I've been married 37 <laughs> years yeah. to four different women. <laughs> yeah, no. now, actually, my wife and I, we've been, we've been together since we were 12 years old, and now we're both 53, so it's been a, it's been a good long run, yeah. When you look back at your boxing career, in order to make money, they made you fight bigger, bigger guys. I mean, Kostya Zoo and guys like that. And Juan Lascano was a much bigger guy than you. I mean, Juan yeah. Lascano. Um, uh, uh, Francisco Bajardo was a much bigger guy than you, and you beat him. I'm just trying to say, what does it feel like? Because, I mean, b- b- between you and I, there's only two things that matter in combat sports and pornography, and that's size. <laughs> exactly. So, so here's what happened. I want... I won the world title back when I was fighting, which was early 90s and mid 90s, even into 2005 when I retired. But I was, uh, we didn't have the science that we have now as far as nutrition. So back then, most fighters were were killing themselves to make weight. We're eating once a day, uh, maybe twice a day on a good day. We eat twice a day to make weight. No water, just you know, get away from water. And now it's the complete opposite. Now if you eat six times a day, 
you drink a gallon of water a day to get your weight down. And and so can you imagine? I mean, not just me, but all fighters are doing that. And can you imagine how good these fighters have been if they didn't have to kill themselves to make weight? And now, I mean, now guys are, that's why guys are so big. You, know, you have a guy at 5'10", you know, 6 foot or whatever, 5'10", making 135 pounds, 140 pounds. And so that was the reason why, you know, we had to go up in weight. Plus, I wanted to challenge myself. Um, I didn't want to have easy fights once I won the world title. I wanted to challenge myself and fight the best fighters in the world. And so look who I fought. I fought Oscar, Shane Mosley, Costa Zoo, uh, Gotti. I fought, you know, I fought the bigger fights because I wanted to challenge the best guys. I didn't want to just have easy fights and, you know, pad my record. I, I, you know, I fought the best guys in the world. Jesse James, Jesse James, how's our guest? Of course, the former world champion. Um, still in the same hometown, San Antonio, Texas. Wow, you know, I was down there, I guess, about three or four years ago, and I had a good time. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember from San Antonio. I remember, yes, remember, too. old man Ayella, Tony Ayella's, Tony, yes. Tony Ayella's yes. father, and I remember him. And I don't remember for, for any negative things. I remember him like the last time I saw him, he was wearing Walmart shoes. In other words, they were really cheap, like $4 shoes. You heard what I'm saying? And I sort of looked at him and I said to myself, you know, I remember when he sort of had money and had a little pop in him, and now he, maybe not yeah. so much, you know? So that, that was a little sad. And of course, Ayala, at one point in time, you and I know he was the hottest fighter in the world until he raped that girl January 1st, 1983. Yeah, and he had, he had a tough upbringing. He had a tough life. I think they all did, all the... The boys did, but you know it's it's you're a product of your environment, and I think that's what that's what hurt them the environment. And, and you know Tony was a tough tough guy too. His father, he was a tough tough man. Yeah, but I, I remember when when he spit on people when they were on the ground yeah. and things like that. Yeah. So I'm not a bit. I wasn't yeah. a big Tony Ella fan. In fact, they begged me, and I will say this, and I'll admit this: that the Ella camp begged me to have him on the show after he got out of prison. And I had mm-hmm. him on the show, and, and I said to him, I said, you know, everybody deserves a second chance. And I'm biting yeah. my tongue while I'm saying that, okay, because I'm an ex-cop, okay? So yeah. it's, it's a little okay. tough. I'm biting my tongue while I'm saying that. I'm saying, yeah, well, everybody deserves another chance. And, then, and what happens? He goes out and gets involved in another sexual assault with, a, with an underage female. Eventually he would die from a heroin yeah. overdose, but, you know, Tony just wasn't my cup of tea. Let's change subjects. Back to you. Yeah, um, okay. <laughs> So when you run in the gym that you're running, how many how many people actually box? How many people end up becoming amateur boxers? Like one percent, you know, less than one percent, or what? So, so here's the thing: I have amateur boxers, and I had a few pro fighters, mm-hmm. but now ninety five percent of my clients are businessmen and business women. Mm-hmm. And so I train, and I've been training the Spurs now for fifteen years. I trained the whole team during the summer. Uh, they I, they start training with me from July to October. And we do it two or three times a week. And what do you do with uh, them? Everything. Everything a professional boxer would do, they do. The San Antonio Spurs do? Uh, for 15 years now. For 15 years. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, so, so talk to me about that. You got these big six-foot-seven-inch basketball players. They must be able yeah. to get some leverage on them punches. I mean, they can crack. I'm telling you, some of them can crack. And some of them, you know, the, the some of them have that mental. I mean, they're not going to be in the NBA. They're not tough, tough. players and physically yeah. fit. But sometimes... They're not, you know, we, we, I teach them to be mentally tough because it's easy to punch people and punch their bags and all but when you have someone punching you back and you don't give up and you keep going, then you become a mentally tough player. And that's what we work on. Because, I mean, they're great athletes anyway. I don't have to make them a great athlete. I just got to make them mentally tougher. 
So when they're in the paint, they'll play, they'll fight hard in the paint. They'll, you know, they'll just it's a mental it's a mental game, and and so that's what I've been helping with them. You and know, my team, I'm just saying, my, not myself, but I have a team of guys that go to the Spurs, or or they come to my gym and we train. We put the whole team through a big uh, boot camp workout. <clears throat> 40, 47 and 7, 19 stops, 57K, 57 total fights. What stands out to you if you were sitting here right now in January 2020 when you look back on your career? Mm-hmm. Um, determination, um, uh, dare to be great, and um, humbleness at the same time. How, how, do, how do you... How do you, you know that I've had a I have a problem with that I have a problem I mean I was I was I was down with the first two but um, I didn't think I got humbled until I got whooped pretty good you hear what I'm saying I mean that's sort of it's sort of the humbleness sort of came along with an ass whooping is that does that yeah. is that the way it goes Well no I don't I don't know if it's about that I think it was uh, my dad was my trainer mm-hmm. my dad was my trainer since day one and and I didn't start fighting until I was 19 years old because my dad wouldn't let me mm-hmm. he didn't want his kids fighting because. Uh, it's a brutal sport. Um, you see what the outcome is at the end, where most guys are not making money. You know, it's just a hard, hard road. Um, and you know, there was—I had a tough, not tough. I had a great childhood. I was—I mean, my father, and my mom did well, but you know, it's just—it's uh, a humbleness of knowing what hard work, what it means to work hard and to get. Uh, people would always tell me, "Man, you're lucky. You're lucky. You're lucky." And I would always tell them, "You're right." The harder I work, the luckier I get, and I knew that hard. Nothing comes. Everything comes good with hard work. Okay, one of and my ho- okay, one of my homeboys. Mm-hmm. You fa- you face one of my homeboys, the Harlem Heckler, Hector Camacho. I gave him the name of the. <laughs> I gave him the name of the Harlem Heckler, and he loved it. Jesse, he loved yeah. it. I swear to God, I mean, I said to myself, you know, I said, because I put it in a magazine. I think I was writing for Boxing Update magazine. I said, yeah, yeah. I Hector, the Harlem Heckler Camacho. And then he called me up. He said, that was so good. The Harlem Heckler, he loved it. You know, yeah. most guys you give, like, when I called Juan Lascano, Juan Lascano the Hispanic mm-hmm. causing panic, he said, oh, where'd, yeah. you, where'd you come up with that one? He wasn't too elated with that one. But Camacho yeah. thought it was the stuff. Anyway, you fought Camacho. That was a big controversy, huh? Yeah, it was. And, and you know, I... I go back and forth with him every once in a while. On we message each other, and and he he's always said, "Man, so that's a that was one of his biggest regrets is is listening to his corner." I, I always think he listened to his corner. I don't know if it was him or not, mm-hmm. but I think that either someone told him, "Hey, take tell him you can't see," or he was really frightened of the cut. And I and he knows that was the biggest mistake he's made in his life because what happened to his career afterwards. Nothing happened to his career. He went down here from there. July seven, yeah, July seven, two thousand one. Yeah, and I feel bad for him. I think either he was, he made the wrong decision, or he listened to someone and they ruined his career. Bro, bro, we listen. We're we're doing a fight card in in two thousand in Bayamon, Puerto Rico, and the promoter and I, I go to the arena. And I do the television, and, and I, I do the open. Like, ladies and gentlemen, coming up, Hector Camacho versus Jorge Vaca for the blah, 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 some title, okay? Anyway, uh-huh, yeah. so I get done cutting the open, and I sit down. We're doing a couple of fights. This and that. The promoter comes over to me and says to me, can I talk to you? And I said, yeah, what about? He goes, Camacho's not coming. I said, what do you mean Camacho's not coming? He goes, Hector's locked up in the hotel room. I said, I saw him like an hour and a half ago. He goes, yeah, but he goes, you're laughing. He goes, he's done all kinds of cocaine. He won't come down. And I said, what? He goes, yeah. I said, okay, so we roll the card without him. That's what I said to him, right? Yeah. So we roll the card without him. He goes, no, no, you don't get it. Camacho doesn't show up. 
nobody gets paid. And you know the airline ticket you got going back to San Francisco? He goes, that's not even, <laughs> you're laughing, Jesse, you're laughing. Why? But but he's saying to me, that ticket's not even paid for yet. Oh, my God. And I went to him, and I've been there for like a month, okay? I've been yeah. to Puerto Rico. I've been, so I, they owe me for like, they owe me like five, six grand, okay? And oh, then the TV man. money on top of that. So anyway, I go to the hotel, grab the limo, go to the hotel. I'm in my tux. I go up to the penthouse. I'm banging on the door. He ain't answering the door. Camacho ain't coming to the door. And I'm yelling, mother now, ducker. You're obviously talking about senior, though. Not, yeah, of course, senior. senior, of course. Yeah, okay, I'm going, yeah, yeah. mother ducker, open that door. Bam, 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 bam. Banging on the door. This the maids are coming out. What are you doing? I Leave me alone, lady. Blah, 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 blah. Anyway, uh -huh. if I don't get him to the arena, there's 5,000 people there. 5,000 people. If I don't get him to the arena, wow. there's going to be no fight. Nobody's going to get paid. And most of all, I'm going to be stuck in Puerto Rico for the rest of my life. Okay, so if I got no airline ticket. So anyway, I'm banging on the door. Finally, he opens the door. He goes in there. There's some blow on the table, blah, 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 blah. I'm telling him, man, I said, you know, my ex-old lady's a bitch. I said, if I don't come home with some child support money, I said, I'm going to lose my kid, the whole nine yards, blah, blah. I ran some type of story to him. He says, okay, fine. He goes, one more snort. We get in the car. He goes to the arena. He fights Vodka and ends in a technical draw in two rounds. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're, I mean, but isn't that funny how you could, there's stories like that everywhere. I mean, that's, I've heard so many different crazy stories like that about uh, even, uh, I think it was Ayala too here in town. Yeah. Just stuff like that. And you, you it's amazing. And then, and then they fight. And then they fight. So tell us about your school. Where is it at? Oh, my gym. I have a gym here. It's in San Antonio, uh, not far from the airport. Um, but we're going to close this one down. Where I'm at right now, we're at 4,500 square foot building, but we're moving into a 7,000 square foot building in about two months. And so we're waiting on that. We're just expanding, getting bigger, and we have so many clients that we just uh, wanted to get an upgrade. You got a website? Uh, You're on, are you on Facebook, Jesse? I'm on Facebook under Jesse James Leha. I'm on Instagram, Jesse James Leha. And also, uh, what's the other one? Um, Twitter. Okay, spell, yeah. spell your last name for my listeners. L-E-I-J-A. That's Jesse James Leha, L-E-I-J-A. Young man, yes. continue success in life. You've always been a class act, uh, both in and outside the ring. An outstanding father, an outstanding husband. There's not too uh, many guys I can say about that on this show, but I love you and I wish you the best. <laughs> Appreciate that, man. Thank you so much. Happy New Year, too. The great, the great Jesse James Leha on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. This is an urgent health notice for all residents suffering from back, neck, knee, and wrist pain. You may qualify for a pain-relieving brace at little or no cost to you, but the deadline is fast approaching. Simply call the Health Alert Hotline now. You heard right. You may qualify for a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace. These items may even be covered by Medicare or your private insurance. The Health Alert Hotline is your brace company. These specialized braces have been tested for pain relief. Call us toll-free right now to determine 
determine your eligibility and to learn how to use your private insurance or Medicare to minimize your out-of-pocket cost. Don't wait. If the deadline passes, you may lose your opportunity to get a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace at little or no cost to you. 800-430-9571. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free Page Publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992 800-223-0992 That's 800-223-0992 now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Hey, I saw a kid in Minneapolis fight once in Cincinnati. <laughs> you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and MMA. Of course, we come to you every Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time, right here on the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, and like a thousand other internet platforms. The boxing schedule, as it looks uh, right now, of course, Demetrius Andrade going to go on the Zone D A Z N. If you haven't got the Zone yet, it's a boxing app. It's an athletic app, a sports app. You need to get it. it costs twenty bucks a month. I think it's overpriced somewhat. But the bottom line is, you want to watch fights, Demetrius Andrade. The unbeaten WBO middleweight champion is going to defend his title against Luke Keeler. That's going to go down on the zone January 30th. Uh, co-feature on the card, Tavon Farmer going to defend against Joseph Diaz Jr. of the IBF Junior Lightweight title. It's 130 pounds. And Daniel Ramon's on the card taking on somebody who I can't pronounce his name for the WBA and IBF Super Bantamweight titles. Of course, the 30th got fights on uh, UFC Fight Pass. Back to the 31st. Showtime's going to come back with a card. But February 1st, it's off. It's not going to happen. I'm talking about Jose Ramirez and Victor Postal supposed to take place in China. But guess that that coronavirus, you know, sort of knocked it out. Bottom line is, you know, we were always, listen, we were always a little funny. I had my own doctor, Dr. Smith Ketchum. He used to clear me on all this stuff before I left the country. Every time I went somewhere, he said to me, I said, is it cool to go there? Because I was a little, not paranoid, but concerned. 
Okay? And the bottom line is, at the end of the day, he kept me safe. He died about a year and a half ago. I miss him. Great Smith catch him. How did I get there? Anyway, we're at the end of the show. I thank you so much for spending some time with me today. Of course, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. 35, <coughs> take that, make that 36 plus years now of being often imitated but never duplicated. My name is Pedro Fernandez. We come to you every Saturday and Sunday at 11 a.m. Pacific time right here on the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Center. Let me, let me leave you with this. Sometimes you make an error and sometimes you get a chance to clean it up. Much love and respect. This is Pedro Fernandez and you're tuned to Sports Byline. Ah, ah.